When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast that thinks Squarespace would be a perfect sponsor because our audience loves free and secure hosting. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you have more than enough insecurity for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Really need to buy some additional products to help with that. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today... Today we're going to talk about hunting. Oh, God, Kyle, why are we talking about hunting? We're all very excited uh, because I it's it's not my fault. I'll say that it is our it's not not your fault. That's the best part. It's our uh, gap bridgers fault because we have now added a thing where once a month they'll get to vote on a few topics uh, that we might talk about. And the three of us each submitted a potential topic and. Apparently, I submitted hunting, and you all voted for hunting. So, if you don't yep. like that, either uh, uh, get mad at yourself for voting for it, or sign up as a gap bridger so that you can vote there. <laughs> I didn't oh, remember man. that I picked this. Like, it was one of those things where I was like, "Oh, that's winning, right?" And then I was like, "Wait, I submitted that. Why did I do that? I don't know." Yeah. Here we go. You didn't get a sense of personal satisfaction out of being selected and validated over fucking Dan and I? No, quite the opposite. You, yeah, okay. you you would think that that would feel really good to me <laughs> that people picked me, but it's like, you didn't pick me for me. <laughs> Great. Um, okay. But to be fair, we we haven't talked about a straight, stereotypically straight topic in a while. So that, that part's going to be fun, I think. Sure. Yeah. But first? But first, yeah. Here come the news. Here come the news. Here come the news. Put it in your ears. I couldn't Great. <laughs> couldn't think of any rhyme with news. There's nothing that rhymes with news. Nothing rhymes with news. That's my new podcast. Just, nothing rhymes with news. I think that's just fact. Yeah. Um. So it's happening. Amy Coney Barrett's on the Supreme Court of the United States, and mm-hmm. she's one fucked up cunt. And here we go. Uh, <laughs> the wow. state of and Indiana we're off to the races with the news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh the state of indiana oh it, maybe it's the indianapolis 500 that's the race we're off to oh okay. uh, we are in our straight episode so i like yeah. it bro yeah um the state of indiana has asked the supreme court to let it strip rights from same-sex parents so um on monday uh this was last week so you know a while back but this month indiana attorney general curtis hill asked the supreme court to strip same-sex couples of their equal parenting rights and uh the the case is really about eight married lesbian couples in indiana who used a sperm donor to conceive and when a married opposite sex couple uses a sperm donor indiana automatically recognized the birth mother's husband as the child's parent on the birth certificate hmm. but when a married same-sex couple does the same thing the state will not list the birth mother's wife as a parent and uh so did they try to list the sperm donor on there no but uh the state refuses to list the birth mother's wife as a child's parent let's see um uh i i believe it just goes on there is blank Hmm. that's a great question thank you 
Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Thank you. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, so on two different occasions, of course, because of Obergefell v. Hodges, the court has held that the Constitution entitles same-sex couples to have be to to um, that their marriage is on the same terms and conditions as opposite-sex couples. And most courts have understood that that means equal benefits to married same-sex parents for things such as whose fucking name goes on their birth certificate. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it's it's real shady because this case coming out of Indiana mysteriously has been hung up in the courts for almost three and a half years now. And uh, gosh, now they want to move forward all of a sudden. Could that maybe be because the Supreme Court has shifted directions into a conservative direction who knows it sounds like there's a wicked witch looking at like ruth bader ginsburg's life force <laughs> and just like waiting and waiting and like staring into the aura and being like yeah nope not yet not yet not yet now yep yep yeah um yeah so according to the Inter- indiana attorney general he's saying that the case is about the state's right to acknowledge quote the biological distinction between males and females uh, 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 he's saying he, I think he's, yeah, I don't even know. I'm just barely human. I don't know if it's a man or a woman, it's the <laughs> attorney general. Um, but, uh, according to them, Indiana law only presumes that a birth mother's husband is the father of the child. A birth mother's wife, by contrast, is never the biological father. So she does not deserve the presumption of parentage. Um, but what's really interesting is that some of the couples, one of the mothers provided the egg and the other carried it. And so they each have a biological tie to the child when uh, uh, the, the, the dude that's just married to a woman carrying a pregnancy from a sperm donor that isn't him, he has less of a claim than these women would arguably the the argument that it's possible that the dude could be the father so he has deserves more rights like is preposterous like where's my i could be the father throw my name up on that birth certificate yeah it's just so infuriating that like all of this is just like it kind of sounds maybe plausible for like i hate gay people like they're like i don't understand I just don't understand how there's possibly a compelling state interest here, how it's anything but just sheer bald faced discrimination with a happy little bow tied around it to make <laughs> it look not stupid. I yeah. just, ugh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll see how, what, what happens, but that's moving forward now. And, um, do you say it's going to the Supreme court? Yeah. It's been stuck in the seventh, uh, circuit court of appeals for a while. And, so it actually went to the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals in May of 2017, um, but then they waited until January to actually issue their decision. Um, the Seventh Circuit said that Obergefell clearly applies and that Indiana needs to get the fuck over themselves. So the next step is the Supreme Court. Hmm. 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 Great. Interesting. Are you, you you ready? You ready for the next the next news? Yeah. Okay. In what I think is just so on brand, it's hilarious. Uh, apparently, from prison, Joe Exotic has spent <laughs> over ten grand at one of Donald Trump's hotels, trying to get him to pardon him. <laughs> <laughs> the, that's hilarious, but then a little bit is like terrifying that it could work. Like that, <laughs> yeah. like it is highly possible to 
by the president's pardon. Yep. Yep. So uh, Joe Exotic, of course, uh, who made quarantine fame early in the year with his uh, uh, documentary. Is it even real life? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's real life. Tiger King uh, covered his. Did you his... ever watch that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I watched it. I watched it all in like one sitting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But he was convicted in 2019 on two counts of murder for hire, plotting to kill his nemesis and big cat rescue owner, Kale Baskin, who was on Dancing with the Sword of Stars Mm -hmm. and and violating uh, the Lacey Act for falsifying wildlife records. He was sentenced to 22 years in prison. Um, He was involved in a same-sex plural marriage like he is just ridiculous and outlandish and 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 fabulous and sad and uh anyway so joe exotic's team spent around ten thousand dollars during a visit to trump international hotel in washington and that was after donald trump in april of 2020 in a coronavirus briefing Trump said that he would, quote, take a look into the Oklahoma zoo owner's case. Um, and ever since then, they've been chasing a pardon. Um, hmm. And it just. I, I mean. He'll probably get it right. Like we've got the, the clock is ticking. <laughs> Trump has just started the like, yeah, Michael Flynn, great pardon. <laughs> yeah, he's he's started the rounds of pardons. I kind of hope he does. What? I kind I kind of hope that Trump pardons him. Why? Because then I just then the universe will still make sense. It's like if shitty things don't happen, then you're like, wait, hold yeah. on. <laughs> That's yeah. horrible. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's a way to piss off liberals. Why wouldn't he? It, anyway. It is a good game of like no, no, no. See, I like gay people. Like it, it gives a little piece of shitty cornmeal. It, yep. That's actually very fitting for our uh, episode topic today. Yeah, I think so too. Believe it or not, I don't think that people who try to have other people murdered should be pardoned. Yeah, that's... also twenty-two years is not long enough if you try to kill someone. Like, all right. I mean, yeah. It it seems like. Should it be just as bad if you hire it done? Like, you know, if you pay somebody else to speed for you, should you get the ticket anyway? Um, if you pay someone else to do your speed, um, <laughs> you yeah. snort that line, snort that line of coke, <laughs> do <you> bitch, <laughs> and then uh, you yeah. end up in rehab. Um, news the last. So uh, it was Thanksgiving last week in the United States of America. It's Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving for everybody. Except for is that Europeans, a song? yeah. Okay, I just I didn't even I haven't seen the show. I don't know that I've heard the song before. I could just tell. I could There's, tell the way um, your face lit up. <laughs> the, the, like, <laughs> there's some uh, someone saying that I was Linda in the was it Discord or yeah. <laughs> yeah, Facebook or something. Was, um, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There are a million different Thanksgiving songs, but that's the one that's been in my head for the past two weeks. So I'm sort of surprised that this was the year, but uh, it's one of those things that you think has probably happened before, but no. Uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which has been running for 96 years, this year saw the first ever performance for an all LGBT plus marching band. Hmm. The Lesbian and Gay Big Apple Corps 
LGBAC was formed in 1979, a decade after the Stonewall Uprising, and has applied to take part in the New York Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade for years. Uh, and really, the only reason they made it in this year, or maybe the only reason they made it in this year, is because of the COVID-19 pandemic, the, the parade organizers made the decision to limit the number of participants and only select local bands from New York in the tri-state mm. area to perform. And uh, so... Yeah, this slim pickings, so they picked this one. <laughs> Wait, so it, was it not like homophobia was just they were shitty? <laughs> Is that why they didn't I, get that, in before? Great question. Um <laughs> they performed Dancing Queen by ABBA. I wonder oh. uh, uh I have not heard this yet. I'm gonna click play and see if we <laughs> if we hear it and what we think about their quality. Okay, well, that's from Twitter, um, Macy's Twitter account at Macy's, and Dan does uh, you know, not like that. But... As marching bands go, they did not blow me away. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was lots of twirling, fabulous flags twirling, um, okay. and I recognized the song. But meh. I will also add that, like, judging a mar- having been in marching band and a drum major. Like the 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 sound that you expect to hear from the like the audience stand of an outdoor performance, like you have to like have that in mind before. Like if you go into it waiting for you know the same quality as Miley Cyrus performing live, then you're not gonna, sure. You're not going to get there. But sure, I thought it was fun. It was good. It was good enough. Yeah. Well, the marching band's artistic director, Marita Bakley, told NBC New York, "Quote: There are families out there in Middle America, throughout the country, that are going to see this." And it's going to have, give hope to young people who are questioning their sexuality, their gender. Um, and founding band member Joe Avina added, quote, people will see that we're part of them and part of their lives and part of what they love. And I agree with that. Yeah. I, I think, you know, visibility matters. And this is the kind of visibility that really matters because um, there are a bunch of cranky white people who <laughs> saw it with their kids not expecting it. And by God, there it was. Yeah. Yeah. Visibility matters, like, especially in areas that you wouldn't expect or are not explicitly an lgbt thing like this these are regular people that march in regular things and play instruments like that just like here's another way that lgbt people live their lives is is great yep i agree and that's the news that's the news thanks (laughs) mike and thanks news and also thank you to these patreon members so smooth that transition was just (laughs) Like, all lubed up. It was great. I'm such a profesh. Um, <laughs> and speaking of smooth, let's end that right now. I'm so sorry, Kimberly, for what I'm about to do. Uh, thank you to Kimberly Wagwa. Yeah, that's good enough. I don't need to take another <laughs> run at it. Um, uh, Dylan Vasayo. Derek, <laughs> stop <laughs> laughing. It's probably close. Did you Did you combine the hard ones to say? Is that No, they oh. all just... <laughs> Like, <laughs> like they hit me like a dick in the face. Uh, Derek Edmister, uh, Craig Ross, I love Craig Ross, uh, and Andrew Hoffman. Oh, he's cool too. Uh, thank you to all of our Patreon members. If you want to get bonus shit, if you want to take a look at some of the new benefits, uh, there's like video shit, and as you heard, voting on episode idea shit. Uh, go to Patreon.com/slash Gayish Podcast. Yeah, do it. Do you want to talk about hunting? No. Okay, 
Uh, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> this has been gayish. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Let's talk about hunting. What were the other topics that y'all submitted? Well, no, we're not going to do that. I'm going to, I'm not going to come up with another one for the next one. Mine's staying on there until you fuckers vote for it. So no, that's don't... fine. I just asking what it was. You can say what it was. Everyone can see it, right? Oh, no. Yeah. It's not a secret. It's like, it was posted to Instagram. So it's public. We, we talked about it and decided that it was okay to make it public. Oh yeah. Why are you keep trying to keep the secret, Mike? Well, no, 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 no. It's not. It's not what the what, the topics that weren't chosen isn't the secret I want to keep. It's which loser I selected oh, to be just, on the list. Oh, I don't care. What are the two <laughs> other ones? I don't know. <laughs> Great. Oh, so you can't say you're one. <laughs> right. Got it. The other two topics were stalking and gingers. Stalking and gingers, and y'all chose hunting. And y'all chose hunting. I'm giving your money back. I'm. <laughs> no give it to me great. i'll take okay, it great. um that is an odd choice and i'm i'm it's interesting and thank you for giving us this weird gift um yeah let's talk about hunting what do you who wants to go first oh um so is is this uh, <laughs> I, dan i don't know if you know this but when we put our thumb on our forehead with our palm extended like this in dungeons and dragons it means out of game <laughs> so now I, want, I want to have a brief production meeting <laughs> so, um uh do you do you have any like uh, i don't have any of my normal like i didn't do history i didn't do etymology so um it, have, do you have gata no um i have some definitions that could be an okay uh okay let's start with that then it's funny that i struggled so much to get a patreon segment because i I, I always have to try and pick the non-obvious things, avoid anything that's data, avoid uh, anything yeah. that's history. <laughs> I literally could have done any of the standard things, apparently. Mm-hmm. Ah! Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. do my research while you guys are yip-yapping. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Find some data. I forgot to mention, I have, a, I have an idea for a Patreon segment. Okay. I'll be back in. Yeah. Okay. Why don't I go first because i have some definitions uh okay. that i am you're gonna z- scout out some game for us and then i uh, did not read my own definition so i don't know what that means but okay. sure <laughs> um no uh i did something a little bit different I, I i looked up hunting definitions and also looked them up on urban dictionary but most of these words actually have a non-sexual meaning Okay. On Urban Dictionary. So another way we're fighting the stereotypes. Not everything has to be about gay sex and butt sex and stuff. Yeah. So. um, Doesn't it, though? Well, (laughs) I don't know. It depends on who you are, I guess. Um, I'm going to start with the word blowing. Oh, God. The non-sexual word blowing. Um, In hunting, do do you know what blowing means in hunting? No, I don't. Which, you know, I... I didn't know, like, if we were going to do the personal thing today or not, but, like, my dad mm. and brothers are all hunters, and when I was little, I thought I wanted to be also, mm. but, like, so I've been around it, like, it's in my life, guns and killing things and hanging them up in the garage, that's all, like, part of my life, but, no, I don't know what that means. Oh, yeah, yeah, we we didn't, like, plan this, headed. yeah, I guess we could talk a little bit about personal before we, like, get into this. Uh, so, are they going to be very disappointed in you when they listen to this? I don't think so. And the reason is, when I was, like, uh, late, late, no, 
11, 10, 11, 12, right in there, that zone. We got BB guns and we used to shoot like little Tweety birds that were on our property mm-hmm. at our house because we grew up on, on a farm. And then I, I got this like pacifist streak not very long afterwards. <laughs> and throughout my early teens, when my brothers were out hunting, I would go <laughs> outside and yell, hey, bird, and, and, <laughs> and scare the birds away so they couldn't shoot them. And they got so fucking pissed. It was great. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. OK, this reminds me of when I was thinking about doing a uh, don't ask Reddit, ask Kyle again. I was like yeah. doing a little bit of searching. And the one thing that did that I thought was funny that came up is on ask gay bros there was a post that said uh my my dad didn't take me hunting enough what reasons are you gay <laughs> like there's and then everyone is just posting all these like what are the stereotypical ideas of you know what i should have done that made me gay and this is definitely one of those that like if if you, you think that if you take a dude hunting then then that'll straighten him up or something so it's interesting that you had the like you had all the makings of that you had lived on a farm you had family like that hunted and ev- and you had guns and everything and you'd still yeah. didn't take to it yeah yeah I don't, I don't know that my my dad my dad didn't make me gay but he definitely didn't make me straight either despite mm-hmm. trying well i mean he's half of the reason you're gay i suppose yeah yeah that's true um did you ever feel like other other than them being angry at you for scaring away the birds which i really appreciate that i like that um, did you <laughs> did you ever feel like left out or that gay weirdness for not hunting or not liking hunting a little bit i think i think mostly oh god sorry sorry guys uh <laughs> I, I was jealous of my brothers because they were i felt closer to my dad because they oh. were into it like they got to go and do things and bond and have that outlet together and uh so it's not that i wanted to hunt but it i felt like that was one way in which i could have accessed my dad and and couldn't or didn't or whatever Hmm. um fishing is a similar thing for a really long time i like hated fishing and all of that's clear daddy issues um (laughs) i mean but fishing is objectively bad, right? We can all agree on that, right? Well, sometimes dad would force me to go and I would sit there and not fish and read my book on purpose just to say, fuck you, dad. <laughs> okay. The difference between fishing and not fishing is so slim. Like, right. it, there's like, what you did is fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sitting that's there a different reading. episode. Oh, that's hunting. right. This, this is hunting. <laughs> okay. I did I, you did you hunt shoot guns? Did you like did you used to have a third brother? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was the middle. Little <laughs> Igor gets uh didn't didn't make it and we don't talk about why. Um <laughs> uh I did not. I grew up in the suburbs, so like uh, things like uh, the only time I went camping was with a friend's family. Like I never did that. The, the only time I shot a gun was when for school we went on a. <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, feelings coming out. <laughs> yeah, I was going to talk about daddy issues when you. Um, the only uh, 
the only time I shot a gun is when we went to the outdoor learning center when I was in like elementary school and like learned about nature and, and also shot at targets. <laughs> and I sucked at that. So you can learn about all of those guns out in nature. <laughs> all, the, all the natural guns, natural occurring guns in the world. Um, homosexuals are unnatural, but guns grow from the trees. Uh, um, and I got distracted because I was trying to think of it's it's Adam and S- Sleeve, not Adam and Steve. Anyway, um, is Sleeve a gun term? No. <laughs> you don't have like a sleeve of ammo or something? great magazine <laughs> i don't how, know hey, hey kyle hey mike how are we doing so far it's on the great. hunting episode it's going really well and let me continue to not talk about hunting so i didn't <laughs> i didn't i didn't ever so i was never made to feel bad about it or like that was never even an th- option that was available to me nor did i want it to be because i've always thought like hunting is like i never liked the idea and always thought mm-hmm. it was weird and never you know really liked the idea of shooting live things um and, but what I did relate to about what you said is, um, my brother and my dad had soccer that was like soccer and sports were like their kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I definitely felt, you know, that was his, my dad coached my brother's soccer team all through, uh, through like junior high until my brother started playing for the school. And, um, that was like a big thing. And I didn't have that. And I <laughs> tried to play sports and did track and my dad would like take me out to like help me with hurdles and stuff and i i was just still so bad at it and it just like yeah Mm -hmm. so it's interesting i i felt similar that about sports as you do about hunting yeah yeah well and there's a there's a corollary there too that it's that's the same mechanism that made me love star trek because that i could do with dad like dad was super into star trek the original series and so we would watch that together and like that's for sure been a reason it stuck with me oh i never knew that yeah that's uh my dad maybe you'll be nicer about star trek now (laughs) i really doubt it i really really doubt it um uh uh, my dad and I, like our big thing is watching movies together. Like that yeah. is something that has grown over time as something that we do together and talk about. And actually like, in spite of how I joke, like we like, um, we both like similar, like suspense thriller or like sci-fi t- type movies. Um, and so we yeah. always like watch them and like rate them on us. My mom hates it. We rate it on a scale of one to seven afterwards. About- Dildos? Nope. Oh. Not with my dad. Nope. <laughs> just numbers. <laughs> just regular old Roman numerals. Great. Well, not Roman numerals. I give it a VI, Captain. <laughs> God. Let's get out of this. Okay. So now that we both know that we don't know or care about hunting, let's learn some of the terms. So back to sure. blowing, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Blowing, Mike. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, so uh, blowing is uh, often following a white flag. Uh, deer will snort loudly meaning blow or i.e. blow to alert other deer about a threat what is a Hmm. white flag you say it is different than a white fag Uh, a white flag is when a white-tailed deer retreat oh a white flag is when a white-tailed deer retreat uh they raise their white tails to show a predator they were spotted not and the the place i found this zero to hunt.com says not a good sign which is clearly like in my mind, like that's a great sign because the deer get out of there, but they're clearly looking at it from the hunter's perspective. Yeah, 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 right. Of obvi, <laughs> it's it's. I, I imagine it's deer for bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
<laughs> gay deer instead yeah. like they like swirl their ter- tail around and then say later felicia um okay do you know any non-sexual meanings to the word blow <laughs> like, like uh uh cocaine oh that's right uh blow it how about yes i assume i don't know which words cocaine means or like what the drug names are but blowing what about verb the what you do to bubbles the chimp <laughs> have you seen <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that like thing online where it's like the senior yearbook quotes one dude said my favorite thing is you know in life is enjoying the simple pleasures like blowing bubbles and then another dude's senior quote is they call me bubbles <laughs> good job guys <laughs> i know i know i know and i don't even know if they're gay or straight it's just, like it seems like something that they just like did that was funny and it worked uh that's a that's a true ally right there if they are straight um okay uh so the the things that i found uh uh in urban dictionary blowing a word that is used when something is irritating which that could likely be misconstrued um if you use that around me <laughs> your look of consternation i agree um but well like as in like this blows oh maybe no it's like the the example was like oh my I, i'm trying to say this in a way that doesn't sound dirty he's really blowing me i don't know no i don't okay, know i great. can't i don't know how to say it in a way that doesn't maybe it does uh maybe it only sounds dirty I don't know. Um, another word for smoking weed. Uh, the, there's the like, even though it's a sexual reference, like, oh, you're you must be blowing the the whole school. Like, that's why you're getting good grades. Like, to <laughs> what does that work? <laughs> I, no, I tried really. Hard. I tried that. <laughs> Gets you his mouth chlamydia and. Um, uh, and one of the definitions said a misspelling of bowling which sure (laughs) that's fine um broadside do you know what the hunting broadside is when the when the when the deer is facing away from you instead of head on or ass on Mm -hmm. uh yeah facing perpendicular to you that's a good math word for that yeah well done oh yes thank you zero to (laughs) hunt.com which is which is unfortunately not about uh, the Helen Hunt educational website I thought it was going to be. Um, <laughs> yes. And it says uh, some of the definitions I picked just because like, I, I don't like them, but it just like gave a hunting vibe. It says the broads, a broadside shot to the vitals is a quickly killed deer. Oh, um, let's cross stitch that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. We'll get some real good cross-stitching quotes from this, I'm sure. Um, okay, this is the one sexual definition uh, that that I found just because it was good. Uh, broad sighting uh, is the act in which, according to Urban Dictionary, the act in which two men slide their penises along each other's shaft in a back-and-forth motion. This is similar to the naval act in which two warships would sail beside each other in order to exchange fire. Huh. So, hmm those penises are exchanging a different kind of fire yeah they're loaded cannons that's for sure <laughs> uh not for long uh <laughs> buck is buck yeah do you know what that is that is that that is a male deer that ain't got no horns yet it's a mature deer oh other way around great i don't know at what point they get horns but stag oh that isn't that the uh like because you're single 
when you go stag to a party does that mean you're young and unattached um yeah but is that when they get kicked out because there's like there's like there's one dude deer that has like all the lady deer around and then the other dude deers that are trying to compete they can't compete so then they end up like they just hang out at applebee's after that <laughs> getting drunk on apple teenies yeah. <laughs> my god that sounds i'm so like socially starved i would i would love to do that then again, I would have done that in a non-COVID year, just hanging out, getting drunk in Applebee's. That sounds like fun. My God, I would get so many appetizers. Okay, that's not what this is about. Um, apparently, buck, uh, according to Urban Dictionary, also means fighting, which I had never heard. I guess that makes sense. Like, like hmm. yeah. Um, like a buck and bronco, gonna buck you off. Sure. Everything. I'm okay. I'm trying not to make things sexual. Okay. So yes, sure. Directly that and nothing else. Um, busted <laughs> or spooked. What does that mean for hunting? Well, spooked means running away because they scared. Yeah, I shouldn't like, have given you that. That's too about to. But busted, it's, it means the same thing. Um, oh, okay. They smell, see, or hear you. They leave. Um, but oh, busted. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, do you know what that means non-sexually? But according to Urban Dictionary, I mean, you do. I just don't know if you remember that you've had a statue of your head made. <laughs> You have been busted. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> what would Urban Dictionary say, though? Oh, I don't know. Dan, stop giving him <laughs> clues. <laughs> this is not charades. Is this is this the Polari word of the week? I don't know. What, what is it? <laughs> it could be. It's uh, in drag uh, when you when someone is unpolished or messy. You're busted. Oh yeah, yeah. I have heard it that Me way. Me too. Before. And I didn't remember that until I um, field dressing. Uh, yeah. Oh, do you know that? That's when you cut their guts out. Ugh. Yeah, I hate so it. So they don't weigh as much, so you can haul them out. And well, it didn't say that. That's interesting. Also, it says so the meat doesn't spoil. Yeah, great. Apparently, guts ruin meat. Um, and <laughs> according to Urban Dictionary, field dressing is sometimes hunters get hungry while waiting for deer. Oftentimes, they have no other option but break out their ranch. Although usually carnivorous, a hunter sometimes resorts to pouring salad dressing on the grass in front of him and begins grazing <laughs> as a midday snack. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wait, I thought you said that these aren't sexual. <laughs> Does that get you going? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you um, spread that ranch all over that grass. Yeah, Cowboy. eating grass. Oh, my God. I saw the best like video joke thing from some lesbian creator uh what is better than 69 88 you know why because you get eight twice (laughs) (laughs) yeah lesbian i think they're a lesbian couple and like one of them all like when like it seems like a little bit more innocent or like and when she heard that she was like (gasps) like just like (laughs) taken aback by the sexual references adorable anyway um glassing do you know what that means glassing is that looking through binoculars uh yes it is to spot wild game from a good vantage point my ass i had no idea okay go ahead great um i'm so are you you proud of yourself should we stop there yeah i am i am are you gonna brag to your no you can't like this is where a brag would come off as just reinforcing that they don't um that you don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. <laughs> apparently, uh, glassing can also be when an area is bombed to a degree that nothing remains. And it's based off the idea if a nuke goes off in the desert, the sand turns into glowing sheets of irritated glass. 
which there's a lot of things in there that I didn't know about. But have you heard of glassing as like blowing up? No. Yeah. Uh, Last one is possession limit. Possession limit. Yeah. The uh, there's possession limit and there's bag limit. Yeah. Bag limit. Oh, wait, you said, yeah, as if you know what at least one of those means. It's how many how many things can you kill and how many of them are you allowed to keep? Yeah. So um, bag limit is the number of uh, certain species you're allowed to kill in a day. Possession limit is uh, the number of I included this because, yes, you're right. The number that you can physically have in your possession. And in parentheses, it says in the freezer, canned, etc. <laughs> All the various ways you might have them, for example, <laughs> freezer or canned. <laughs> um, uh, and it may be more than the daily bag limit. Which I didn't know there was a possession limit. I didn't know you could only have a certain number of a certain species. Like, sort of makes all. sense, right? Like, don't go killing more if you ain't ate the one you already got. I get <laughs> canned. Like, what do you, do you have? Canned deer? Canned meat is that's that's just I, stupid. Yeah, I was trying to think of what that would like, what that would look like, or I don't want to imagine too much more. But um, anyway, those are s- spam. Can there's lots of there's lots of canned meats. Okay, you're not you're not improving my nope. taste for the idea of canned meat. However, <laughs> same as these. Uh, so those are some hunting definitions that when I read, I wanted to actually talk about hunting. So I wanted to actually include some like hunting terms and ones that like got a re- got me like feeling real bad, like shooting deer, getting killing them quickly, like the fact that we have a cap on the number, like you're we limit you to only killing this number of things in a day. Like all that. I don't like it all, but you know, that's what hunting is. Yep. 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 Boo. Your turn. Great. It's my turn. So I just wanted to talk to you about a opinion piece that I found in the high country news, which is, I think not, about stoned rural people. I think I, did I reference that in? It's familiar. Yeah. In my, in like cowboys or something. I think I talked. Oh, maybe. Oh my God. If it's the same piece, it might be the same piece. <gasps> it's by David Stalling and it's, it was printed on February 20th of 2006 and it's called. Yes. Some hunters are gay. Hmm. And um, it, it's, it's interesting. He sort of tells his story about seeing Brokeback mountain in Missoula and hey, that isn't that where is that montana oh was uh, wazula what am i thinking of in washington is wazula a place no no okay wazoo right. is washington wazoo. state university okay. i don't know maybe i don't know what i'm thinking of well okay so are you thinking of wasilla alaska nope no are you thinking <laughs> are you thinking of zilla washington where mike's from no, maybe I'm combining all of these into my own. <laughs> maybe just Eastern Washington to me is just Wazula. <laughs> oh, God. Well, so th- this dude had apparently read Brookback Mountain. Um, it's a book? By Annie Proulx. It's a short story. Oh. Um, but that when he had read it, he was still closeted and married. Mm-hmm. Um trying to suppress his attraction to men leading a secret shameful double life uh but by the time brookback mountain came out he was out best friends with his wife which we have very similar stories except that talking to your wife bullshit (laughs) um but but uh 
he is a hunter. And what surprised him the most about the movie was the elk hunt, which I don't even really remember in the movie. But Jack and Ennis no. lose their supplies because a black bear scares their horses away. So they sneak up on a bull elk and shoot it. And then cut to them sitting around a fire, just stuffing their faces with wild elk. So then he being a hunter and and uh, in the community or whatever you want to say, uh, in a chat room, posted a new thread called Brokeback Mountain. Best elk hunting movie? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> and um, what a because multifaceted apparently a of, film. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and, and, and like a lot of things that people do in real life. Um, they a, a lot of hunters, I guess, bitch about the way that hunting is portrayed on media, like on TV and, and 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 movies. And so this guy was trying to make the argument to this crew that it was this was a good positive portrayal of hunting in a in a Hollywood film. <laughs> Quote: The response didn't really surprise me. People with screen names like Terminator, Sewer Rat, Bear Man, and Elk Slayer wrote <laughs> that. Quote: No que- no queers could really hunt elk. Wow. Elk are too majestic an animal to be killed by faggots. Imagine a gay elk camp. Guys would worry that camouflage made them look fat. (laughs) And Bible thumpers chimed in, quoting the anti-gay gospel that they could muster. One claiming that, quote, no good God-fearing Wyoming cowboy would engage in homosexual behavior. Wow, that's a lot of stereotypes that you threw out just like in the past, like less than a minute. You're welcome. Wow. (laughs) um and then he says i finally asked if anybody had seen the movie wait and most the the fact that you said that they're too majestic for gays to hunt is the weirdest (laughs) one like only like like it creates a magic force field around them that that only straight people i wouldn't think that straight people would be like well let's go for the majesty of it all i would think like given their shitty world of stereotypes i would think it'd be the opposite like they want the like biggest huskiest roughest look at like i wouldn't think they would want the like most majestic <laughs> you know i don't know yeah. i think yeah. we were perfect to hunt the majestic looking animals anyway yeah. i take majestic it. is such a gay word right straight people don't say the word majestic no, i think they the, don't. that person was projecting yeah yep yep <laughs> I finally asked if anybody had seen the movie. Most said they would never watch it. And I, I, I really, that sailed out to me as important to talk about. The fact that even when there are quote unquote normal representations of, of gay people or, or healthy depictions of gay people or the things that they do, like straight people don't want to be confronted with that. No, no, sorry, not straight people. Homophobes don't yeah. want to be confronted with that. So uh, they, they totally shut it down. The like, ostrich put your head in the sand fingers in your ears la 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 it is it, like you see it all over the place but just to have it called out so clearly yeah. in in this this article i i think was was interesting do you remember the hunting scene in brokeback no no not at all maybe we should watch it have we talked about brokeback mountain was that an important movie for you at all i think we I have talked like we about have. it oh. I, I, yeah I, I i saw it with my wife oh that's right that's right that's right <laughs> No, that's... I'm sure into Anne Hathaway's boobs. They were great. Oh, yeah, honey. that's right. You were... <laughs> I forgot that she was your go-to. Um, her her boob-to-waist ratio is just <laughs> ridiculous. I don't understand it. Um, yeah. Uh, that that reminded me of uh, Daniel Karslake, who told us about his documentary, For the Bible Tells Me So, and like people writing in, you know, giving their homophobic take. 
and he's like did you but did you see it yeah yeah like yeah so it, and of course they won't because they they don't want to be challenged and yeah what better way to avoid that than just to hide yeah it's interesting how people feel totally comfortable expressing opinions about something they know absolutely nothing about ha 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 society yeah gayish yeah. <laughs> hey we do research um just to sort of wrap this segment up, he he says, quote, Brokeback may change some minds, but I hold no illusions that my fellow bow hunters or most rural Westerners will ever accept me. Hmm. A gay, wolf-loving, tree-hugging former Marine, even if I do like to hunt elk. What I wanted to hear, and he didn't put in the article, was the corollary. Does he feel shunned by gay people hmm. because he's all of those things? And my guess is... He doesn't know any gay people, but if he did, because he was in a place like Seattle or elsewhere that's got a scene, I, I think he would probably get judged for it pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, mm. That actually dovetails elk tails very nicely into... <laughs> um, white deers nicely. <laughs> <laughs> um, into the pink pistols. Oh, okay. So... This is some... that, that, that thing that you told me not to read about. <laughs> yeah, you were like, what is that? And I was like, shut up. You'll find out soon. Um, this is actually something that when we did our episode about guns, someone wrote it and said, I can't believe you didn't talk about this thing. So here you go, that person. Um, here's <laughs> here's this thing. Um, but yeah, it is, it is a queer uh, gun owners like group. So there is a contingent of gay people out there, LGBT people out there that support like enjoy hunting um and gun mm -hmm. ownership and yeah it is very interesting especially in you know in this space because i mentioned up front like this is a straight stereotype and the fact that like it shows how diverse not diverse in terms of like race or ethnicity or any of that like but just the interests we have within lgbt groups you can't place them all in the liberal you know vegan bucket and the fact that this group exists and is so big and popular is uh, one sign of that and i yeah. actually to what you're saying i found myself when i went to this site just starting out knowing that it is a queer gun owning association very judgmental mm -hmm. and so part of me like that does show that i think there i agree that there is at least for me, like judgment when it comes to gun owners uh, and hunting, yeah. even if they are queer, that doesn't. So, so part of me was like, okay, I need to take down a little bit of this judgmental attitude and, and try to read this on the flip side. I realized, Oh, like that's actually really great. I don't just support anything that's queer. My views yeah. about gun ownership are like important to me. And I don't care if you're queer. I judge you just the same as I would judge a straight dude with a gun. So like, yeah, yeah. part of it is good and consistent with my personal beliefs. So is it the gun ownership or is it the killing shit with it? That is more troublesome to you. It's, I mean, it started for me. It started when I was a kid, like it started with hunting specifically killing shit was like for sport. Like in my mind, I could, there, there's more like thinking and work I need to do for myself to like think about the, the like eating it, but it, like to have a purpose of consumption and living and surviving felt better to me, uh, or at least more acceptable that that didn't trouble me as much. The idea of going out proactively and just for fun shooting something is that like I'd never that never sat well with me. Mm -hmm. I know there are a lot of people that are like, you know, don't don't like guns, but are like okay with recreational hunting. I just 
I don't know. It's this weird thing of like, I want to go out and kill something that just, I don't understand that instinct. And to me, that's kind of a scary instinct to have to want to go out and murder an animal to watch it die and gut it. Like that just, yeah. I mean, I, obviously people are different than deer, but like there's something it's too close in my mind. It's too similar of like, a like murdering a living thing that like, I, that gets me real uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 Hmm. All right. What about, but then, but then it has extended as I've learned more, the gun ownership part is a little bit more about like, as I've learned what actually works, what helps keep you safe, what protects you, what the risks are like gun ownership is been proven to not, you know, just to be a net reduction in people's lives. Like it's bad. (laughs) That was a weird way of saying like people kill themselves and other people, but yeah, it's a net positive in your dying abilities. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you, we talked about guns a little bit, but do you care about hunting? Well, see, and I, I, I'm, I think similar to what you were saying that like, I'm okay with going and killing something if you're going to eat it. Hmm. And that's really the only way that I can sort of rationalize not being a vegan also. Right. Yeah. Like not necessarily vegan, vegetarian. Yeah. The, the people who are like, I don't eat meat because that was a creature that was living. And now you're putting it in your face. I, I can, I can support that. I understand the position. I just disagree and it's not for me. And um, so like we ate the shit that dad killed, whether it swam or ran and had horns and, or were cows that we raised in, in our field. And uh, that's sort of stuck with me. So no, it's like the, the killing something and then eating it doesn't, doesn't bother me at all, but guns terrify me and having one in my home is not something that I anticipate pursuing ever or supporting someone else that I live with wanting to do that. So um, hunting for recreation, not at all for eating for like for recreation. Is that the part you don't like? That just seems destructive and wasteful and fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. See, it's interesting that like, I feel like we were on this similar like path of like not, I don't know. I think we went different. We are going different directions with that discomfort uh, that I, that I totally understand, but it's just like you're, you're towards the, okay, I'm okay with hunting as long as you are doing it for a purpose and to eat and whatever. I I go to the other way of like, well, wait, I don't like killing a live thing. So why I think part of why I'm okay being a carnivore is because I can, you know, shut my eyes to the idea that we're killing animals to, to like do it I, yeah i i think i use like ignorance or like not researching or it's called self-deception kyle <laughs> yeah exactly yes oh my god i'm so good at it i've been so good at it for so long i this yeah that like those people that the, those people that love chicken nuggets because it doesn't look like the food like it doesn't look like its source oh, like yeah. the, the, like in their head it's not even meat it's just this like magical fairy shaped nugget shaped well, thing to be fair the actual percentage of meat in that might be just vegetarian <laughs> anyway, but you know, um, no, I, yeah, I, I think mine is purely, I don't like hunting even for eating. So I think I have a, um, what's it called when your beliefs are opposing each other in a bad way? I have hypocritical. I, yeah. I think I have a hypocritical view of like, yeah, when I eat food that looks like what it is or, or I don't eat food that looks like it is, I've stopped wanting or being interested in eating octopus because i they're 
found to be intelligent but then like once you go down that road you're like pigs are way super smart man if you're gonna go down that path you better give up bacon and ham and pulled pork i am i I think if i were like a more strong-willed person or like more willing to like do research on this stuff i would probably be vegetarian oh well okay i i i I won't maybe i'm just heartless and cruel and evil no i don't think if intelligence is the bar we should stop eating republicans (laughs) (laughs) no start start eating republicans shit i fucked up my own joke that would have been so good but i got it anyway um <laughs> no you can't make fun of republicans in this one and our episode for <laughs> buying for republicans <laughs> yeah <laughs> um uh yeah no no no. i i agree that if i uh, yeah it's like my mm. uh, my dog has feelings and i love him why do i think that he's better than a pig like uh, you know i yeah. i have yes i i know that my views are hypocritical and not in line with each other and i need to explore more about it that on a future episode of my Great. personal podcast uh meat ish um okay the pink pistols yeah mike focus yeah, they Kyle. are a queer gun owning organization <laughs> um okay. uh they have 45 chapters in the u.s their tagline is pick on someone your own caliber which is oh the, god that's good <laughs> great um so great uh they uh are a shooting group they uh support diversity you know particularly being queer they train new gun owners uh they advocate for the second amendment they have monthly meetups i would guess not now i don't know i don't know what they do um they have monthly meetups where they go to firing ranges they help people learn and how to fire a gun and also get a gun um, they are a nonpartisan group. Uh, they have endorsed politicians, but it's mainly around, you know, the, the support for the Second Amendment. Um, hmm. And the OK, I, I, let me read this paragraph that was in their uh, uh, their about section that just like gave, it was just a lot to. OK, uh, we teach queers to shoot. Then we teach others that we have done so. Armed queers don't get bashed. We change the public perception of the sexual minorities such that those who have in the past perceived them as safe targets for violence and hateful ass acts, beatings. (laughs) (laughs) Hateful ass. I got, I got a hateful ass. (laughs) That's for sure. I'm so sorry. That's okay. (laughs) Those who've perceived them in the past as safe targets for violence and hateful acts beatings assaults mm-hmm. rapes murders will realize that now a segment of the sexual minority population is now armed and effective with those arms those arms are also concealed so they do not know which ones of us are safe to attack and which are not which they can harm as they have in the past and which may draw a weapon and fight back Ooh. which that gave me so many like a million different opinions and thoughts and feelings all at once but i'll ask you what what was your reaction to that um, <clears throat> I think that it is, uh, problematic. It's like fighting fire with fire almost like those people that are say, I own a gun so I can protect myself. But a, a lot of times they speak of it in terms of deterrence. Like maybe people won't pick on me if they know I might have a gun. Yeah. So I have to have a gun so that they think I might sometimes. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. And, and saying like, like we want to create that sort of deterrence when it comes to hurting gay people. I'm very torn by all of that. Yeah. Um, like, 
nuclear retaliation does not work as a deterrent. So why do we think personal firearms will? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're <laughs> cool. That's that's the end of my second. No, I, I agree. There's like this mixture of good and bad that I have. Like, so oddly enough to start on the good side, it reminds me of the Black Panthers of like, okay, you say you support guns. We're going to arm ourselves and let's see, do you actually like guns or do you like white people with guns? You know, it's like, mm. to me, it has that kind of vibe of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I, I like that concept, but I, st- but I still hate guns. So I don't, you know, I, the idea, the, the statement it's making, I think is good. I, they say, you know, we're, we both teach queers to shoot and tell other people like the fact yeah. that they're, you know, the gay, I don't know. It, Maybe it's good that people hear that gays are arming themselves or might have a gun and that, but also that should not be the thing that prevents you from attacking a gay person. Yeah. 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 The the root, the root, the root of this whole thing that they're trying to address is, is don't hurt gay people like black lives matter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. Like the, the, the things that we actually need to address those, those are, solutions to like that are that are solving that are addressing symptoms not the disease yeah 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 then again like the addressing the like root cause is for some people going to be impossible and a long like it's information education it's a long process whereas someone thinking gays have guns that could be a that's a very short term immediate like visceral <laughs> like um yeah. uh and it's it also feels very victim blamey no it yeah. doesn't feel it is uh i will read um the the next line or or a line later down the pink pistols are the ones who have decided to no longer be safe targets which that like again like they they the concept i they're saying is they want people to feel scared or worried about attacking a queer person but at the same time that says that people without guns are making themselves safe targets or we were safe to attack in the past and that like so that 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 part of this like really grosses me out of like yeah. we will no longer be you know the targets or victims says that we it's almost like we have been complacent and we have been fueling this by not doing this when it's like, no, like we're not the problem, you know? So that part, that that's the biggest thing that makes this all feel very gross uh, to me. Yeah. 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 Um, Ugh, Kyle, that's what I say. Ugh, take that pink. So yeah, there, there, um, there's a contingent of people that, that do this, that believe this, um, a little bit of a, and they go do, uh, out to hunting ranges and shooting ranges together to to learn. So, I mean, I guess if they, okay, part of this though felt like what you have said. Like, you know, should I get a gun? Is I know that's something you've like said, and yeah. so there is part of this that actually felt very in line with that kind of thought process that you've been having. Yep, and I'm struggling with it. Oh, tell me about it. I, I, it's just, it's just that. Like, I am a fairly avid reader of history, and we've made so many moves towards autocracy in this country in the last four years that, like, 
There are parts of human history where rounding up people because they are different and then killing them in mass has occurred. Mm -hmm. And uh, just I have fantasies of like locking myself up in my condo building fortress and and having a gun to make sure that I don't get hauled off to an oven. Hmm. And like I, I, I don't think that we're there yet. And it feels usually when I put my rational hat on, like we're a long ways from getting there. But it are we that long from that being a possibility like the, our country has changed so much yeah. so quickly and it's fucking terrifying sometimes yeah yeah i agree i think if before trump you would have said that i would have been like that's ridiculous that could never happen but now uh, uh to say that could never happen like that phrase now i'm realizing i can i should and could never say that because yeah. I have no idea what can happen. Believe it or not, this is a ridiculous segue. Are you ready? Yeah. I wanted to talk to you about Yelena Grigorieva. She uh, was a um, LGBTQ rights activist. In Poland? Uh, in Russia. Russia. So uh, she is a, was uh, um, she uh, vocally opposed the annexation of Crimea by the Russian Federation, which is the um, disputed territory in the Ukraine. But they put the Maybe. crime in Crimea. <laughs> wow. Great. <laughs> um, but, but in this context, most importantly, uh, a outspoken LGBT rights activist in, in Russia. So uh, she posted on the Rasiska LGBT set Facebook group, which that's uh, Russian LGBT network um, group. Did you just do this so you could say Russian words? Only a little. <laughs> um, she uh, she said that she wanted to raise awareness and get people aware uh, that there's a gomophobia igra pila, which that is a homophobic game called Saw or the Saw, like the TV, like the movie, like the movie. <gasps> so there was a group that called themselves the Saw who posted a list of gay people and gay activists that needed to be hunted <gasps> and killed. And they were offering cash prizes <gasps> for people that did so. And um, then just a few days later, uh, she died. She was uh, uh, strangled to death. Shit. Um, After she made like this public knowledge. Yeah. So she was murdered in St. Petersburg, Russia on the 21st of July, 2019, oh. after being stabbed and strangled to death by unknown assailants. Again, just days after she appeared on the list of names that needed to be hunted and killed for cash prizes by the saw. This fucking I just can't even imagine. Um, And. So back to our previous conversation, We're, we are not Russia. The United States is not Russia, but like. A place that like that that is happening in a place that I've visited <laughs> recently is pretty fucking terrifying. I a little bit roundabout, but I'll get there. Like I, I I think that what recently like this has taught me is is I viewed places like Russia or North Korea or you know other country developing countries, which I am not going to call third world countries anymore as I've learned more about it. But like I have thought I've had like the u.s in a place of superiority to them i thought that some of that stuff seems outlandish and thought like it's crazy how could that kind of stuff happen like russia you see mm. so much uh like 
you know, like the, the, there's a dictator who's so anti-LGBT who, you know, there's just like all of these things that I just thought were impossible. And, and I, and I had this kind of arrogance that is, is what people expect out of Americans and is true for sure that like, those are other countries that deal with that. And, and so we are not Russia, but I could very easily see how we could be a Russia. I don't, I don't put ourselves above Russia anymore. Um, I don't, yeah. uh, we are not superior to any other country. We could very much be one of them. Um, I mean, the, the, the proud boys show up at the Michigan state Capitol building to kill the governor. Like that happened yeah. within the last couple months. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that's not that far removed from here's the list of names and addresses of queer people. Go fucking get them. Yeah. Well that, the, dude that kyle that besmirched the name kyle and killed two people yeah. and like their gop people like calling for him to like run for office yeah. like they care more that like he has guns than the fact that he's a murderer yeah yeah uh in that last post to that group um Grigoyeva wrote, quote, law enforcement agencies have still not done anything to find the creators of this game and bring them to justice. The Russian LGBT network has repeatedly tried to find people affected by the actions of this group, but failed. We did not find a single attack case directly related to this group. And then a, a friend said uh, later, quote, we have this situation in Russia. Even when you go to police to file cases, police can refuse to register the case. Hmm. Um People are very worried. Well, I would say that the fact that this website exists for so long without any reaction from the authorities is very telling. It tells a lot about homophobia in Russians' institutional levels. Um, just to, we can close and we'll move on to something slightly less terrifying and, <laughs> and depressing. Um, but the number of like, and it's happened on both sides, the left and the right, the number of sheriffs locally who have said no fuck you to their state or federal government about different issues. No, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to enforce that law. Uh, it's it really terrifying and should, it should terrify all of us. And I'm a little torn about bringing that up because on the one hand, sure, COVID stuff, like the sheriffs that have been saying, no, I'm not going to shut down that restaurant. They can have all night parties. I don't fucking care. But there's also like weed and marijuana hmm. possession and, and um, de-emphasis of, of cracking down on, you know, nonviolent drug crime, but that's also extrajudicial, just deciding by a local law enforcement what to care about. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, that I, was kind of a lot of shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, I thought about this a lot. I think about this for a lot of things where we cheer it on when it's happening for something we agree with Kim Davis, when she was like not issuing licenses because she didn't agree with it. Mm -hmm. You know, we're all like, uh, you have to follow the law, of course, but if it was, the opposite issue and a gay person wasn't following some homophobic rule, we'd be cheering them on. So it is a weird, yeah. like, I, I feel like people support things when it happens to go their way, but don't realize that they're also supporting the underlying notion of it that could go against them. If, if it's a different circumstance, like the fact that Twitter is uh, being more diligent about, uh, flagging false election yeah. news we're like great but then it's like wait that that means twitter gets to decide what is true and false and that's a scary idea so i actually don't like that you know like there's when you look at the root of the thing it's, yeah it's not as good as it may sound yeah 
Yeah, I don't, and I don't know. I don't know what the answer is there. No. But I, I believe in objective truth, and I believe in journalism, and I believe that you should not be able to just broadcast in a grand way things that are factually not true. And um, I don't know. Anyway, it's, but for it the, sucks. I uh, yeah, I think for the for sheriff, then it's like if you are choosing to not follow the the law intentionally then are you willing to then, you know, if that goes against the law, then, you know, you should be arrested or whatever. And if it's for something I disagree with, then hopefully they get prosecuted and, you know, the Kim Davises get fired or whatever. And if it's something I agree with, I hope that they have decided they're willing to go to jail for this thing that they support. Um, and, and that's their way of fighting it. So, you know, maybe, maybe my, in that way, being able to apply a similar reaction to that, regardless of what it is, is my way of like, well, I can support the people that are doing it and need to, you know, and that, but then our justice system needs to follow through and our social justice needs to like follow through to make all of that end up. <laughs> okay. Well, I would settle for not having websites with lists of people to kill for money that are queer. Um, That's insane. I, we're, st- we're still there. That's insane. That's like, like sometimes when I think about, I I enjoy or used to my favorite murder and like listening and learning about some of these things, but things when it gets into like those kind of like twisted, like I set up traps in my house for people like the saw type, Mm -hmm. like those things just gross me out. And to like, in, in a different way, obviously like, murder of course but like those gross me out in a completely different way that like terrifies me like the idea of being in that situation terrifies me in a whole new dimension and like there i will i don't watch the saw movies i have like nightmares mm-hmm. about some of the ones i've seen like uh, and so the idea that this is a real like that they've named themselves after that horror movie yeah, and it's yeah. real and has been effective in a fucked up way is like that's horrifying that's disgusting and i like like i can't believe we live this life like in this world um do you have more segments Mm, no i want to like curl up in a ball in the shower okay well i have a i have a quick one oh okay do i have to okay can i can i do my shower curling or do i have to be here for your segment oh no you should be here (laughs) okay 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 fine i'll wait I have a game for you. <gasps> oh God, that's you not like a great, games. That's this is not a great segue, Mike. I hate this. No, I currently hate all games. <laughs> okay. okay, great. Okay, what? This game is hunting club or gay bar. I am going to name <laughs> off some hunting clubs, which are people that get together and they shoot shit together, like the Pink Pistols. Uh, and, and, and I'm going to name some gay bars and I want you to tell me which category you think it is in, if it is a hunting club or a gay bar. And of course, because it's a podcast, if you can say out loud the words in your brain that you're thinking when you're thinking through it, that will make it a more enjoyable experience for all of us. I will say, uh, that for some of the hunting clubs, I have eliminated the words hunting club from the name because Mm. that would tip it off too quickly. But, uh, 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 okay. Are, Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let's go with Double A Plantation. That has to be a hunting club. That is a hunting club okay. in Darlington, South Carolina. You are correct. Anything with the word plantation, I'm like, 
if that uh, that, that word i gets me real nervous <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um okay then let's go with uh hardwood hills <clears throat> Okay. <laughs> it's the two words together. It's gay at first and then and then hunting second. So I'm going to go... Uh, that's still a uh, hunting club. That is a hunting club in Eufaula, Alabama. <laughs> Next, Cherry Creek Mining Company. That sounds gay. That sounds like a gay bar. That is a lesbian bar in El Paso, <gasps> Texas. There's just like... Yeah. Cherry Creek, it sounds too adorable. Um, my sister's room. I don't know which I would prefer it to be and which is worse <laughs> because I hope, I just really hope it's not a hunting club in Alabama. But like, uh, so I'm going to go gay bar? That is a lesbian bar in Decatur, Georgia. I was hoping it wasn't a lesbian bar because that also feels... I was hoping it was a gay bar because like a dude or trans bar or something like my sister's room would make sense. But that's okay. Well, all right. Well, okay. I mean, yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, How about... Am I... Wait. Am I right to be kind of weirded out by that name? Are you weird? No, I I think it's fantastic. That's why I selected it. That's fine. Um, uh, The Rut and Strut. (laughs) Gay bar? Uh, that is the Sil- Southern Illinois Rut and Strut Hunting Club in Anna, <laughs> Illinois. Uh, so you've gotten four right and one wrong. Uh, here we go. Rut and Strut. What are they thinking? Oh, well. Frog Pond. That seems like a hunting thing. That is a lesbian bar in <gasps> Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Wow. Racks and Spurs. Okay. I re- if that's not already a gay bar, I'm opening a gay bar and calling it that. Is that your guess, gay bar? Gay bar, yeah. It is a hunting club <gasps> in Rocky Mount, North Carolina. North Carolina? Do you know? <laughs> Do you know what you did? Did you? I, okay. Uh, slammers. <laughs> okay, okay. Since I've been off on some of these, I'm going to say that. Sounds like a gay bar, but I'm going to say it's some unassuming hunting club that doesn't realize. That is a lesbian bar in Columbus, uh, Ohio. Okay, I should have gone with my so instinct. Four there. right and four wrong, <gasps> Kyle. Uh, uh, oh, by the way, added bonus: all of the bars I selected are lesbian bars. Oh, oh, bonus. <laughs> that, yeah, that's uh, to find the thing that most sounds like a hunting club. Going for lesbian bars makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Soggy bottom. <laughs> Okay, that's a British baking club. That's neither. Um, <laughs> that has to be a lesbian bar. Uh, that is the Soggy Bottom Hunting Club in Swainsboro, <gasps> Georgia. What? <laughs> um, Can I dispute? Can I ask this to go to the referees for judgment? Like, <laughs> I throw my blue flag or whatever it is. A big laser. Hunting club. That just seems that straightforward. The Big Laser Hunt Club in okay. Woodland, Georgia. Okay. Uh, how about Buck Daddies? Okay. I'm doing <laughs> in my head, I think what you do when I ask you to guess a percentage is like analyzing it to the degree of like you picked that. So it, the <laughs> obvious thing would be that's a gay bar. But the fact that you picked it makes me think it might be a like, okay, so I'm going to I'm going to say you picked that to trick me. So that's a shooting club, a hunting club. Buck Daddy's Hunting Club in Springtown, <laughs> Texas. 
god! Every every I think like every hunting club should have like its you know sister like lesbian bar and they pair up with each other they do meetups they like and they're both called the same thing because like even it works all these names work both uh the nut hut (laughs) okay (laughs) that is too far like that's too obvious like Again, if I was overanalyzing, you picked that because it's so obvious that I would that it, I'd be surprised. But that's too far. I'm going to say it's a lesbian bar. That is a lesbian bar in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> so with that, Kyle, right seven, wrong five, you win. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprisingly good at picking between two things I know minimal <laughs> about. Uh, uh, that's that. That's it. Uh, we did it. We, we did covered it. hunting barely. <laughs> We talked about hunting a bunch. <laughs> oh God! It's like the when the when the foreskin episode turned into circumcision. We talked about guns a whole bunch, but <laughs> that's um, true. But yeah, uh, do you want to do you want to take a break and go to the Nut Hut? <laughs> I've, I've been at the Nut Hut. <laughs> yeah, let's take a break. <laughs> let's take a break. I'll give you a head start. <laughs> 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 oh Jesus! All right. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. I don't really have a straightest, but I'll figure it out. Are you sure you can take a moment? Nah. No. Nah. So are we back? Yeah, we're back. <laughs> we're back. We've been hunting for the outro, and here it is. Yep. Yep. We found it. Have you ever heard of the uh, uh, YouTube series "The Hunting Season"? No. It's like one of those terrible but like intriguing gay YouTube series that reminds me that like we need better gay content, but then I'm also kind of anyway, hot people yeah. with mediocre quality. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um so do you remember what we do here? <laughs> do you want yeah, to usually do... you say we're gonna do our gays as straight, oh, so fuck. I can say we're gonna do our gays as straight, but right. first, and then like and then you didn't. You're so right. I do I remember what we do here? I guess not. Do you <laughs> do you want to totally naturally do did we we just reveal the secret sauce? Everyone knows how this yeah. works now. Nah, fuck it. So God bless our Discord on Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh holy shit. What? Like they they it, the Send Nudes channel and the Not Safe for Worth channels both just blew up uh, <laughs> over the holiday. They started calling it Thirst Giving and it was just it was just it was it was a lot. And I it think was they a lot did a, like an impromptu video chat. Yeah, and then they had their own Zoom call that I did not attend. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> um, but it's it's really but yeah. adorable. Like I see people either joining or talking on Discord, or I, like after that, someone was like, "I'm really glad I got over my anxiety and joined the Zoom." thing like everyone has those same feelings of anxiety or a lot of us do and that's kind of nice to know that other people feel that same feeling and this yeah. is a good space to kind of like people understand so it's a good place to test that out and try it out and and you know other people understand so that's really cool y'all are great yeah for sure well uh our website is gayishpodcast.com all of our social media is at gayish podcast we're on instagram youtube facebook twitter uh, 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 sure. Our hotline. You can send us text messages or leave us voicemails is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. 
And our physical mailing address is Post Office Box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. Which we just got fucking the Dan. letter. This one says, attention, Mike and fucking Dan. Hmm. Were you just singing the Blues Clues um, song about getting a letter? I was. <laughs> Do you think that's on Spotify? <laughs> I. It has to be, right? That's from on the playlist. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. To fucking Dan and Mike, hope you had a great birthday. I'm sorry my card is late. I got caught up with life. Your friend and listener, Jordan. And it is two sticker sets <gasps> for putting together your own unicorn sticker. Wow. Isn't that great? It, it goes with your butt plug. Yeah, right? It does. Wait. <laughs> I'll have to wear it while I use these stickers. Wait, hold those up again so I can take a screenshot. Oh, wait. Hold. Keep doing it. Keep. Nope. Put them closer. <laughs> I'd rather see the you. Keep, put them closer to the camera. Put, put your face in between so I can see you. Put, I can't. I don't know how there. this works. <laughs> yeah, you did it. Good work. Great, because it's not like a mirror. My left hand is on the right side. Okay, fuck <laughs> that, it. Trying to like fix your hair Great. in the Zoom call. You're like, oh. Well, thank you, Jordan. Happy birthday to us. Yeah, thank you. Stuart Gays and Stratus? I feel left out, but it wasn't my birthday, so I shouldn't. But that's fine. Yeah, let's do our gays and straightest. Let's do our gays and straightest. Uh, I'm happy to go first. Great. Um, the gays thing about me this week, the Discord thirst giving that i was just talking about i was trying to figure out how to take a picture of my back in my underwear and send like a tasteful almost nude and uh just holy taking pictures of your own ass is impossible first of all and second of all i discovered that there's a timer function on the phone camera and that just opened up a whole new world of possibilities a whole new world it was great you yeah, your phone has a timer on it. Well, okay. <clears throat> I am in my 40s. That's Shut yeah. up. <laughs> okay, okay. Good free, Good work. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, and then the straightest thing about me this week is... Okay, first of all, do not listen to this podcast. Do not this podcast? go here. No, no, no. Oh. I'm, I found a podcast. It is, uh, it's, it's because of research. I, I research our charts and where we sit on the charts. Yeah. And um, I, I sort of keep tabs on that. And this one popped up in my research. And I just clicked on it to like do some comparison stuff and, and read the description. Do not. This man is a horrible person. But reading the description to this podcast is the straightest thing about me this week. <laughs> it's from the Ap- Unapologetic Man podcast. In today's world, there are so many forces that make us try to feel guilty for being men, all caps men. This podcast was created to give guys just like you the skills to rediscover your masculine instincts. Our sincere goal is to help you maximize your life in the areas of masculinity, seduction, dating, self-development, success, money, confidence, sex, and women. And to do it without apology. If there's one the thing number, men the, need, it's more excuses to do things without apology. Yeah, and uh, of that giant list of things, like like what, say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's nine of them, and four of them were about their dick, <laughs> about women. Mm-hmm. Like, like how many different ways can you say I like to fuck chicks in the same <laughs> sentence? And I don't anyway. want to feel bad for like sexually harassing them. Probably. Yeah. Wait, anyway, are we competing? So are they in the sexuality? 
yeah section yeah. wow and so they came up enough to like we're competing against them they popped up enough to be on my radar of shit to try to pay attention to. All right, everybody, rate, review, and subscribe because that's the <laughs> kind of shit that is showing up on the list. And if you don't rate us and review us, it's your fault. Indeed. <laughs> no, that's not true. It's a little go bit cow, true. Go. Um, my gayest is I have been listening to Fletcher, um, the uh, uh, sex chronicles, sex tapes. The sex tapes. Um, and it's very good, but I can't read the word Fletcher without seeing Felcher. <gasps> I was just going to say that. That's funny. <laughs> I don't know if that was on purpose or a part of it, but I don't know. Yeah. But every time I think it, I have to think, Shh, don't say it. Uh, yeah. That's one of the songs on the album, so I could put it on the list. So, And also a funny joke. Um, My straightest, I like was really racking my brain. Um. I don't know. This isn't a recent thing, but I have like, you know, I don't do too much decorating around my place. Uh, the mirrors that I have on my wall, I think they're kind of gay. They're kind of like, like this, like square mirror, but like all different individual mirrors pointing different directions kind of looks like a flat disco ball. Um, mm -hmm. But, uh, oh, no, no, no. Okay. I was going to say one of them's broken and I just kind of ignore it. But you know, what's my straightest thing? I just realized when I said flat, it's a flat sphere. I've been looking, I've been researching the fourth dimension. Ooh. All the people talking about the fourth dimension are like, you know, straight science geeks. Well, I don't know that, but you know, come across as that, that kind of stereotype. And I've just been like watching videos, trying to picture the fourth dimension. It's been like the most <laughs> baffling thing to me that like other people understand. And I feel like I'm a relatively smart person and I don't get it. So like mm -hmm. I've been, I, that's, that's what I've been spending a lot of time watching recently. Is your gayest thing feeling dumb or your straightest thing feeling dumb? <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, My straightest thing is like science geek nerd. It's like yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we have a listener's gayest and straightest also. This is from Jamie from Discord. Straightest. Waiting until I ran out of underwear to do laundry. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Gayest. After shoving my clothes into the washer so I could close the door, I thought, that's a big load. <laughs> and then I chuckled to myself. <laughs> Sometimes, like, not doing laundry then turns into your gayest because you're like, well, I guess I'll wear my jockstrap around the house. Or <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Nope. Yep. Um, so that's it. Thank you to our Super Cat Bridgers, uh, Scanders, and C and Hazen. We got a couple people close to getting up to our Super Cat Bridgers, but not there yet. Yeah. And uh, thank you to Joe Exotic for mm. just, no? I'd like okay. to retract that thank you on my behalf, at least. What a okay, fucktard. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you to the general concept of Nick Jonas's guns. Great. Um, from the CN Hazen studio, this has been Gayish. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be but be fabulous, be you. Bang, 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 this time I win. I'm putting on this Selena Gomez song. Ha, 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 ha. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs>